Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Taking you home, prime time, only on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. You're with Bharati Jagdish and Timothy Goh. Now, COVID-19 is a topic that has dominated conversations a lot in the past two years, right? However, many Singaporeans are now apparently keen to move away from that and focus on other matters. While overwhelmingly optimistic about the road ahead, it seems that Singaporeans' attitudes are evolving as they cope with an increasingly expensive country to live in and an uncertain global environment as well. Black Box Research latest study suggesting that there is a big reset going on with major challenges at hand for Singapore. And these include areas such as housing affordability, changing work-life attitudes, and even deeper shifts towards the digitalization of our everyday life. David Black is joining us now. He's the founder and CEO of Black Box Research. And David, happy Friday to you, David. Happy Friday, guys. Thanks for having me on. Of course. David, now, despite the move away from pandemic, there are trends that first began pre-pandemic and are now becoming norm in 2022 now. That's right. What are these trends? Well, as you said in your introduction, Timothy, you know, we're calling it the sort of the big reset. And I think, you know, you've heard a lot in the last 18 months or two years about what the new normal will be. And I think where we are today and, uh, you know, what Singaporeans are thinking is really they're facing what the new reality is going to be rather than a new normal. It's going to be some time before I think we actually adjust and, and think about what that new normal is going to be. As you said, there's a lot of trends happening. The study that Black Box has done recently, really looking at the post-pandemic environment, has picked up real shifts in everything from consumer behaviour, um, changes to the way uh, we work and our attitudes towards work. Needless to say, digitalization accelerated during the pandemic. And so we're seeing right across the board now, even things like all our booking, our telemedicine, all our government services, all of those are shifted digitally. And remember, just two years ago, uh, those things were still sort of uh, niche uh, niche things happening. So I think in the context of what's going on in Singapore, and, uh, you know, we can talk about inflation and things in a moment, but mm. uh, it's right, we're seeing these changes right across the board, almost every Some might say, you know, with all the new sub-variants of COVID-19 in the air today, COVID is back at the top when it comes to what Singaporeans are thinking about. But clearly, it is mixed in with all these other concerns, global political and economic uncertainty and inflation. How exactly are Singaporeans feeling about this new reality, this new normal? Optimistic or pessimistic? Well, generally, in terms of, you know, Singaporeans still very much buy into the, the, the larger project of the nation, you know, the long-term project. And so overwhelmingly, Singaporeans are still optimistic that we're heading in the right direction. But saying that, you're right to point out inflation, cost of living is currently the number one issue, both here in Singapore. And even if you ask people what's the biggest issue globally, they recognise that inflation is, uh, is also the number one. Uh, coupled with that, we're now seeing, and I just heard it just before uh, you started interviewing me about recent uh, home price increases again. Mm. What is it, the 20th month or something like that? Uh, housing affordability has now become a really, really big issue for Singaporeans. And so I think while cost of living is always, uh, has been a, an issue, a, a growing issue for Singaporeans for a number of years, the whole impact of inflation, housing affordability, the fact that now it's quite standard to see an HDB going for a million dollars. We don't even blink our eyes anymore when we see a million dollar HDB. It's just become standardised. All of those things have compounded and that's why we're seeing, I think, real anxiety, I think, about the cost 
cost of living and what impact inflation is going to have on our everyday lives. Saying that, Singaporeans are still very optimistic that we've kind of got the right things in place. Here's the thing, David. I know that you also asked people about how confident they are that the government can steer them through all of this, the new 4G leadership in particular. And you also did ask about Deputy Prime Minister Lawrence Wong and confidence in his leadership. So what was seen based on the respondents' responses is that while they were very confident in Deputy Prime Minister Lawrence Wong's leadership, they may not necessarily think the same for the 4G leadership as a whole. Could you expand on that? Yeah, sure. Well, obviously, you know, we we fielded our survey sort of uh, middle of late May, uh, just during that time when the announcement had been made that that Lawrence Wong would become the uh, next DAP leader and and the Prime Minister in waiting. And so what we're seeing about 60% of Singaporeans are quite positive about that news. And so I think there's a lot of confidence and goodwill at this point in time behind that leadership change. I think for some time, though, Singaporeans have uh, are still waiting to see. They've got a wait and see attitude about the 4G leaders. I don't think there's a negativity. But I think, you know, particularly during the pandemic, it was difficult, apart from those ministers that may have been a little bit more frontline when it came to handling some of the, uh, the the COVID issues. I think trying to sort of build an identity for the whole 4G team has been a bit of a struggle. So in, in Black Box's view, I think the 18, next 18 months are going to be really crucial for the 4G leadership in terms of trying to carve out a real identity for themselves and convincing Singaporeans that this of uh, political leaders are as good as their predecessors. So I think, you know, it'll take some time, but I think people are still very much have a wait and see attitude on that one. David, did you look at how Singaporeans think about how the government is navigating or navigated through the post-pandemic era? Yeah, we do. I think so. On, on some of the big issues, I think uh, Singaporeans uh, are still pretty uh, positive. You know, key areas like uh, security, uh, education, health are very positive towards the government. I think there's a lot more anxiety, though, about how the government, at least at the time of the survey, how the government was responding to inflation and also some concerns about housing affordability. Now, what we've seen since our survey in the last few weeks, you've seen the government address head on quite aggressively issues to do with inflation, uh, announcement about GST vouchers and things like that. So it would seem to me the government, you know, will have been looking at numbers like we are and will be very, very conscious of the fact that Singaporeans are really anxious about what's happening to their hip pocket, uh, whether it's at the petrol pump, the food court or at the supermarket market. And, you know, they've decided to be quite aggressive and and address that head on. So I think on those particular issues, inflation and housing affordability, I think it's really critical for the government to really keep its focus on those two things, because that's really that's really where uh, the concerns are really set in at the moment, you know, particularly as we try and come out of COVID and and sort of build a sustainable recovery over the next uh, couple of years. So what else can we take away from all of these findings amid all of the challenges that we have highlighted during this interview? view and the fact that certain behaviours and patterns have changed, expectations have changed since COVID-19. What else can we crystallise from all of this to chart the way ahead? Well, like I said at the very start, you know, it, it's hard to, it, it's not hard, but it's it's challenging to wade through the, the various changes going on. One thing we haven't really touched on, and, and I won't spend a lot of time on, but Singapore is a lot more anxious about what's going on outside the country than what's going on inside the country. Mm. You know, 
know, you know, most, a majority of Singaporeans now feel that the world is more unstable than at any time since World War II. And in addition to inflation, they're also worried about things like the, uh, the war in Ukraine. They're increasingly worried about climate change. They're also worried about uh, things like um, new strains of COVID. And also food shortages are something that uh, people are talking about as well. And we hear that even coming up in our focus group. If you had talked to me two years ago and said to me that Singaporeans would be talking about how expensive chicken is. Uh, <laughs> or eggs. I, you know, people would have laughed at me. And yet if you do focus groups at the moment, that's what people are talking about, the price of chicken. You know, so, so I think some of these global impacts are hitting really hard. Mm. The second one I would also touch on very quickly is work. People have now really settled in to the whole idea of hybrid work and work from home. And we're not seeing any shift in people's desire to sort of keep up that type of working practice that we saw arise during COVID. But the most surprising thing to me on work is that if you ask a majority of Singaporeans now, where should you start your career? Mm-hmm. Most of them will now say, you've got better long-term prospects if you start at a startup rather than starting at a well-established company. So that is a really big change in Singapore, you know, where over time, mm. you know, getting a degree, getting a job, getting a job at a good firm and building your career there was kind of the standard. That's no longer the case. People have really change their attitudes and I think that's what we're seeing also in the job market now Uh, you're seeing I think there was an announcement yesterday the big four accounting firms having to offer much higher salaries just to attract people so we're seeing a big shift in work as well Mm, so people are getting more adventurous they are seeing the rise of the startups as well how can all of this in your view David inform policymakers decisions as we move forward and also business leaders decisions as we move forward well, I think what Black Box has been saying, and we're briefing our clients on this, and I, you know, I say it publicly as well, that in many ways, what we're facing now is a sort of profounder change as probably Singapore faced in its first decade after independence, in the sense that I think this decade is presenting more uncertainty than we've had in the last 30 or 40 years. And so I think for policymakers and for business leaders, whether it's on employment, uh, economic policy, housing policy or whatever, the decisions we're making now now are really going to have profound effects moving forward. Today, Singapore is a very rich nation, but at the same time, you need to bring everybody along with you as well, uh, you know, to share to share in that prosperity. And I think they're the real challenges we've got now. They're very different to what Singapore faced in its first decade after independence, but in many ways, they're just as profound. So I feel that this level of uncertainty and anxiety people are feeling about the globe, they're the things we really need to address now. We're, un- we're undergoing a lot of change. All right. Thank you very much for that, David. Really appreciate your time today. David Black is founder and CEO of Black Box Research. Thanks for joining us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.